What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of My Hustle. I'm your host, Joe Caparoso, head of content at Whistle. Today, we are going to talk with communications guru and branding specialist, Miranda Abney from Milk Pep. What that is, is basically the central hub for all advertising for milk and chocolate milk uh, for different athletes and different campaigns to have outreach about how they use milk as a recovery drink uh, and how it helps keep you healthy in your day-to-day life. She has a really interesting background and has worked with a lot of top tier athletes. So we're going to talk about her career journey, what her day-to-day life is like, and how we've had the opportunity to work together uh, between Whistle and Milk Pep. Uh, Interview goes for about 20-ish minutes or so. uh, So we're going to jump in right now. Thank you everybody for listening. And as a reminder, please make sure to subscribe, rate, review on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Let's jump into our conversation with Miranda. So Miranda, how are you? Thank you for joining us today. Hey Joe, thanks so much for having me. It's an honor to, to be on the show and, and speaking with you today. So I want to jump right in. How did you ultimately end up at Milk Pep? What has your career journey been basically since you, you graduated from college and worked your way up into this role? Sure. Um, yeah, so my very first job out of college Um, was sort of in the realm of physical activity and nutrition. Um, I graduated with a a major in communications, and, you know, I I knew it offered some flexibility in terms of of my career choices and where I would go. And um, my first position really did sort of uh, set the pace for, you know, at least the first 15 or so years of of, um, my professional life. So I went to work initially after graduating from NC State. I went to work for the state of North Carolina. They have a, a physical activity and nutrition campaign that um, works to keep North Carolinians um, from getting too unhealthy, either from you know bad food choices or lack of exercise. And so that campaign actually worked quite a bit on um, making sure that around you know metro areas and also in more rural areas that um, everyone had access to things like green spaces or healthier vending machine type opportunities so that um, sort of making these healthier both food and activity decisions would be a bit easier for folks and um, that really you know I always sort of had a passion for nutrition and always played sports growing up so that um, really kind of set the stage for where I ended up going. Um, not too long into, I guess about two and a half years into that job, um, my boss there actually flagged the opportunity with milk to me. Um, I had been considering making a move out of North Carolina, and she, my boss at the time, had worked in the dairy industry way back and had a lot of connections, and so she encouraged me to um, you know, go after the position. And so I came up to Washington, D.C. several times and did uh, a lot of actually pretty intensive uh, interviewing and stuff. And initially, my role here was working on the Milk Mustache campaign and with the sort of the teen target specifically. And, you know, at the time, Milk Mustache was really a, a just this, you know, huge, iconic campaign that was still in the midst of sort of its glory days, and I just was blown away by some of the opportunities I had to work with 
you know, different celebrities, like people like Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, um, but then also the athletes. So one of the first athletes I worked with was Lindsey Vaughn, and I just was so amazed with everything that she had, had accomplished in life and just her physicality and, and, you know, the goals that she had for the future. Uh, and then going on with that, must, uh, with the Milk Mustache campaign, I worked with a number of NBA players and swimmers, baseball players. Albert Pujols is one of my favorites. Uh, and I just, I fell in love with the sports angle of the Milk Mustache campaign. Uh, it just, there's something about milk and physicality that go hand in hand. And I think, um, you know, kids that are growing up and learning sports and playing sports at the highest level, they certainly need the nutrition that milk offers. And um, since the Milk Mustache campaign, we've actually kind of extended more into the sports arena. First with uh, the Built with Chocolate Milk campaign, which I know I've done some stuff with whistle before on that end of things and that's all about chocolate milk for recovery and we really started in sort of the endurance space with that campaign so I got to learn a lot about um, a particular area of sport that I wasn't so familiar with actually took up running after that and ran quite a few half marathons and in the team chocolate milk gear I even tried triathlon although that was like a one and done kind of situation um, but yeah, so the Built with Chocolate Milk campaign, which is uh, really built on elite athletes and um, their recovery routines post-workout or post-game. And then finally, and since 2017, we've been working on a communication that is for tweens. Um, we call it Milk It, and it's really about milk inspiring kids to achieve their, their uh, greatest, whether that is in the athletic realm or elsewhere, but we do, we find that a lot of kids are passionate about sports, whether or not they're actually participating in them, and um, we found um, some amazing partners in, in Whistle and No Days Off and really bringing Milk's role to life in the sports arena in a really authentic way, and we've just been blown away with the results we've seen and how things have gone. It's great. I mean, it's it's crazy to hear that roster of athletes that you've had the opportunity to interact with. I don't know if that necessarily would jump right to the top of someone's head when you initially would give them what your role is. Could you talk a little bit about what the day-to-day is like uh, at Milk and what is sort of the driving like force on the overall organization? You got to talk about some of the different campaigns that you've worked on and some of the athletes that you've worked with, but what is a normal day in the life like at that company and has it evolved at all in your time that you've been there? Yeah, so the day-to-day is probably one of the best things about my job and I say that because every single day is different. Um, it, it's really, I, th- I think you can make every day into an opportunity here and if, if you want something or if you have an idea that you feel strongly about or if you have a passion for something, you should really go for it. I have sort of really kind of moved through the ranks in my time here. I've been here almost 13 years and, you know, gone through four promotions. And um, so it has evolved in the sense of um, I'm really leading two big campaigns start to finish. 
uh, today, whereas I was just kind of overseeing one portion of the milk mustache campaign initially. Um, but every single day is different. And while I learned a ton in, in school, and particularly from one PR professor, Melissa Johnson, I learn more on the job every day than I think you could really learn in any classroom. And a lot of that is just, you know, a lot of that is, I think, skills that you can apply in a broader sense. You know, creative problem solving is a big one. Really um, continuing to be an agile learner, which means, you know, there's always going to be new stuff. I mean, the digital space is a perfect example. Things are changing. New opportunities are emerging, you know, faster than you can blink. And in order to keep up, you have to really you know, be open to learning and open to the ways of the future and open to things that might seem um, strange or unfamiliar to, you know, someone with more of a traditional marketing background. Um, so, yeah, I think every day is an opportunity to just accomplish so much. And it's, I think a lot of it has just been forging my own path and, and going after things that, I believe in and being vocal and standing up for what myself and what I believe in and you know being a bit of a champion for myself and for my team here. You talked about how this space is evolving and always changing and how every day is different which I definitely agree with from you know my time here at Whistle as well. I think that is also one of my favorite things about working here. What we work on changes so frequently because the space we work in changes so frequently. As we're kicking off 2020 here, is there any current trends in marketing or advertising that you know you project becoming more important going forward? Where do you sort of see the overall industry uh, as a whole headed this year? As you're thinking about some of the different campaigns that you're going to be working on, some of the different athletes you'll be working with, and some of the different media partners you'll be working with? Yes, absolutely. So it's, it's really exciting. I think the, the digital space is just it's continuing to explode um you know there's there's been this sort of um huge um what do i want to say about this okay so i think marketers have the opportunity today and moving forward to be so customized in terms of who they're talking to and, and what they're talking about, what, what is the message, what is the thing that really resonates, re, sorry, not resonates, what is, what is the thing that really resonates with this particular audience? So uh, the emergence of, of data and um, being able to really target and hyper-target and just really connect with people on a, a deep level. And, you know, the other thing I would talk about is kind of the, um, the trend towards storytelling. Uh, we, and particularly, you think about milk and you think, oh, it's just this one product and everybody knows about it, so it's really easy. You can just do these ma big mass communications about milk and, you know, that'll, that'll cover everything. Um, but, you know, that's just not true. And I, I think especially today's consumer, they expect the brands that they are loyal to or the brands that they care about or the brands that they are going to care about those brands have to deliver on expectations and, and bring something meaningful to to their audiences. And I think it's it's really 
great in the world of sports or physicality where you can really sort of hone in on different areas and you can identify people who are going to engage with your content and who are going to connect with it and also in that sort of storytelling vein I think there's a you know a, a trend away from really rational storytelling and it's more of an emotional connection that marketers need to make today with with consumers uh, you know I think it's all connected, all of the psychology studies that are going on out there and how our, you know, how humans' minds work and how we engage with them. But, you know, I think we know now that people make decisions based on emotion first and then you sort of rationalize that decision second. So just having that lens on everything you do and thinking about how am I going to tell this story in an emotional way and make a real genuine connection with people. Uh, so it's hard for, for, I think, you know, people who have been working in marketing for a while because you have this tendency to always think about your product first, product first, product first. And while you don't want your product to be lost, I think if you can find the right partners and the right fit, like, for instance, for Milk It and No Days Off, it's such a perfect fit because uh, we bring to life these authentic milk stories in a in an emotional way, but without sort of being in your face or without being too commercial. Um, so I think there's a, just a ton of really fun opportunity for that emotional storytelling in the sports space. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, usually, traditionally, someone who works in content is always a little worried about having pieces of branded content integrated onto their platforms or integrated into their more successful series. But what's been particularly good about the campaign you just referenced and other things we've been able to do around No Days Off is that it really fits in really seamlessly and we see it perform just as well, if not better, uh, than episodes that don't really have any brand integrations into it at all. Because if you could do it in a way that fits into the overall story and feels authentic, uh, it's not going to mm-hmm. negatively impact performance and could actually even enhance performance, which you know, I think is something that fortunately we were able to see together uh, in 2019. Now, you talked about as you've kind of worked and you know, climbed at your company over there and built a team, what do you look for when you're going out and adding new team members? Uh, is there specific traits uh, that you're looking for when you're sourcing talent and going through the interview process uh, that fit well to work within what your job is actually like day to day? Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, I'm even though I work for Milk and people assume huge resources, you know, huge corporation, that sort of thing. I've always maintained a very sort of scrappy approach to working, and I I think that's why I kind of head up two of our sort of sub campaigns I like flying under the radar and 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 you know being being very efficient and clever and scrappy and I I certainly look for those uh you know sort of personality traits and others definitely self-starters and and people who are just passionate about their work I think um you know passion can go a long way and I am willing to bring young people along and, you know, help get them up to speed and um, really take them under my wing, particularly if I see that they really have a passion for, for what we're doing here and a belief in what we're doing. And I think, you know, I, especially in today's data-driven world, 
there is a lot to help guide marketing decisions. You know, you can look at your marketing mix. You can look at all types of, of digital measurement and, you know, make some at least assumptions about things. But to me, what makes a marketer great is a combination of being very comfortable and willing to use that data, but also being really confident in your gut and your gut instinct. Um, because I, I know I trust my gut a lot and I rely on it quite a bit. And I think that some people just have the right sort of gut for marketing, if that makes sense. So, you know, you, utilizing a combination of sort of what you were born with um, and all of the great resources that are out there today. I think that's a, a good point about sort of balancing that qualitative and, and quantitative. We have to do, you know, a similar thing here where we balance creative ideas, but also have to look at what the data is telling us platform to platform to inform any decision that we're going to make and, and sort of striking that balance is an ongoing challenge and definitely an important trait, I think, for anyone working either in marketing or, or content production or media overall. A uh, couple more questions before we wrap. What would you say overall really motivates you day to day for your job? What what gets you out of bed in the morning? What What is really your driving force for staying where you've been for so long and continuing to be excited about what you're working on going forward? Yeah, sure. Well, first off, my just my heart for the product. Um, I love working on milk. It's it's a product, both white milk and chocolate milk, that I feel really good about. You know, I know from the government data that there are a lot of kids in this country who are not getting the nutrients of concern, and milk has almost. I think it has three of the four nutrients of concern in it. And so, you know, just having a product that you believe in and that you want to support so strongly is definitely the thing that, that you know, keeps me cranking after all these years. Um, I think the fact that every day is different and you never know what kind of opportunities might arise that day, like, you know, the opportunity to, to participate with you guys in this podcast, that's exciting. Uh, or, you know, there's new um, partnerships and new athletes and new things happening all the time. I'll, I'll give you an example that's pretty near and dear to my heart. Um, I have been watching Katie Ledecky, the swimmer, um, for years. You know, back um, not long after we started the Chocolate Milk for Recovery campaign, People were sending me pictures of her, you know, on the sidelines by the pool with the chocolate milk after a practice or after a meet. So I knew that she used chocolate milk and um, was sort of waiting for the right time to partner with her. You know, we had to wait until NCAA wasn't really a factor anymore. And um, so we finally inked a deal with her earlier this year and went into production over the summer and we're actually running some chocolate milk TV featuring KV um, in this last quarter of 2019, and we'll be um, running he more heavily and all over the digital space with her in 2020 leading up to the Olympics. And, you know, she's probably the most exciting thing to happen to, to chocolate milk this year. I mean, she's just such a huge 
get for us. She's been, you know, the most celebrated female swimmer of all time, still breaking world records left and right. She just broke two records in the World Cup um, over the last over last weekend. One was from 1987, and Janet Evans record. So she's just this amazing um, person and athlete, and she's so broadly appealing and. You know, she's also incredibly smart and all the things. So it's just really exciting to, to think about all the possibilities for how we work together with Katie and um, how we really bring her love for chocolate milk to life um, for all of our consumers. So, yeah, it's, um, it's really there's never a dull moment. There's also a lot of challenges, things that keep me up at night as long as, you know, as, as well as keeping me here in the office. Um, so, you know, it's not always easy, but I believe that I am very lucky because 96% of the time I am looking forward to going to work in the morning, and I, I think that's probably pretty rare, and I don't take it for granted, and, you know, I'm just really grateful that I recognized my passion for sort of sports marketing, you know, in addition to just kind of marketing in general and, and really um, chase that down. And now I, you know, I spend the majority of my time on sports marketing and I, it's just awesome. That's great. I mean, anytime you could that thoroughly enjoy what you're doing day to day and get to work with such a range of athletes that you have such a high degree uh, of respect for, it definitely makes going to the office uh, every single day a lot easier. Uh, Want to thank you again uh, for giving us this time today, Miranda Abney, uh, Senior Marketing Director at Milk Pep. Uh, thank you, and I hope that we can continue to work fo- uh, work together moving forward into 2020. And excited to see all the different initiatives that you guys will have going on this year. Me too. Thanks so much, Jed. This was great. And that wraps our conversation with Miranda Abney, who is the Senior Marketing Director at NotePep. Thank you again, everybody, for listening. We will be back next week with another episode of No Days Off on this feed and another episode of My Hustle on this feed. Again, a friendly reminder, subscribe, rate, review. We are available everywhere you get your audio content. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. I am Joe Caparoso. Thanks again for listening to My Hustle.